Hi guys, this is Vidas and Osha. Let's start now episode 72 of Ask Vidas and Osha podcast. Today's question was sent by Matt and he writes Vidas and Osha. I have enjoyed your posts and appreciate all the work you put in. My goal is to be a better church organist. Um, so Osha, can we help uh, Matt today? Uh, with this goal and give some pointers that he could apply in his practice and perhaps other people as well who would want to become better church organist over time. I hope so, yes. So what's the first step in order to become a better organist in your mind? Well, if we, we should keep in mind that, you know, now we are talking about church organist. So... It means that, you know, liturgy comes first. And that is a crucial point while being a church organist. You must know what is going on in the liturgy. And know to select your repertoire appropriately and to play appropriately. What do you think about it? Number one skill that organists need when playing at in church services is probably playing hymns. Yes, that's number one. Then accompanying choir perhaps too. Yes. And then providing uh, organ music uh, for preludes and uh, postludes and maybe communion when the choir is not uh, there, right? In even on uh, offertory when you play when choir is not singing. Sometimes you need more than just the prelude and the postlude, right? Definitely. So in general, it's it's like uh, like a uh, public performance. Yes. Some sort of uh, performing uh, for people in general, but with addition of, let's say, hymns yes. for the most part. And while playing in church, you know, you always have to know what time of year it is of liturgical year, I mean, if it's Lent or if it's Advent or, you know, Easter and Christmas or it's just regular time with no particular festivity. And, you know, you need to choose your hymns and your music appropriately. Probably the first thing uh, that every organist needs, best uh, church organist or concert organist in general is a solid technique, right? Yes, definitely. And good uh, sight reading skills. So those two things will lead to better results when playing in public for church or in concerts. Uh, I would say that, uh, first of all, sight reading is even more important than than having a virtuoso technique for church organs because you have to constantly uh, play a lot of unfamiliar hymns. Yes, and you know, the more you will side read, the easier you will prepare for your services. Because you have to play so much music if you know you, your job at the, in the church is regular. Sometimes I ask um, my students at school if they like side reading on their instruments, and just a few of them say they do. But from those who say that they like sight reading, 
only one or two actually do it regularly enough. So I, th- I think a lot of people underestimate the value of say trimming over time. But uh, but still it's quite important to start just start with a simple voice. I know the most tricky trickiest part with set reading is they cannot really play four parts with hymns right away. So they do the mistake, they try to play maybe fast or slow, it doesn't work and they stop. Yes. What would you suggest for them, Osha? Well, just keep going, you know, just don't stop practicing. Do you think that uh, reducing the texture would be a better solution than than to simply yes. going with four parts? Yes, true. And the same for church organists, you know, if you are not in your best shape yet or, you know, have not reached very high level of, you know, performance, just pick pieces that you can learn well and to play well. Maybe easier at the beginning, maybe with less pedal. And, you know, even accompanying hymns, you can play in, like, octaves, just playing two voices, solo melody in doubling in octaves with your both hands. With your both hands, that's a good technique, because then people will know exactly what the melody is, especially on the uh, unfamiliar hymn. Uh, and your both hands will be active at the same time, and soon enough, let's say after a few weeks, you will be ready to tackle the next challenge, basically two parts. Yes. Texture. And also, you know, while being a good church organist, you know, the collaboration is so important. You must find out what, you know, your priest or pastor expects from you, what congregation expects from you as an organist. If you have like a music director, also you have to collaborate with, you know, your music director. That's the first thing to do. And know if you have that good relationship, then everything should work just fine. Do you think that uh, keeping the steady tempo in playing hymns is good and important? Yes, it's very important if you are leading congregational singing. And a lot of organists do, right? Yes. So, so what's the best way to keep the tempo steady? Can singing yourself help? Yes, that's what I always do. It does not mean that I s- I'm singing loud. Most of the times I just sing the hymn in my mind. But I always sing, yes. That way, you know, you will know, for example, how long it will take you to take a breath at the end of phrase and how to choose the right tempo. So that's very important. And that way you have to read the text too, and it will help you to register right. Exactly. Because not all you know verses of the hymn must be played in the same uh, you know, registration. Exactly, Osha. Uh, people can really sing and read the text and discover the different meanings of the stanzas and uh, maybe choose one stanza with reads, another stanza with principal chorus. Even softer meditative hymns could be uh, 
register with some fluids especially on land right but you know you have to know what people are singing about sure so in general we mentioned three steps right uh, sight reading technique and then um, uh, keeping the steady tempo while singing yourself three things to keep in mind we haven't talked a lot about technique yet can we can you uh, would you like to mention some of the things what would be helpful well you know the technical things will be the same as you know not being a church organist but in general being an organist hand and feet coordination yes. first of all yes so when you practice hymns it it's very similar to sight reading actually hymns um, except when you practice actually and uh, perfect them and polish them you have to repeatedly play them over and over maybe not even the entire hymn but maybe one phrase of the hymn so also don't start with four part texture right away maybe start with single line maybe then uh, proceed to two part textures then three part textures and so on what would you think about that Oshka? yes that's a good technique and a good way to do it and then choose a few preludes and few, uh, postludes for your uh, church services uh, also working and practicing in the similar way treat your hymns as organ compositions and treat your compositions as organ hymns that would be the easiest way yes and you know if you will pick up your music you know uh, try to find you know for example organ composition based on those hymn tunes that will you will be accompanying congregation that's also you know a good thing to do that way your service will be more more complete and more unified for example if the opening hymn is based uh, on on a specific tune so your prelude could be based on the same tune yes. or your postlude yes. could be uh, based on one of the hymns that you uh, sang on the church church service because mostly people appreciate you know music that sounds familiar to them so the more you will repeat the same hymn tune the more people will like it what to do if if i can't find a piece of music written on a specific tune you could improvise i knew that would be the best solution right yes so people uh, please improvise more it's probably the easiest way to find s most suitable uh, repertoire for your church services uh, you don't have to start with advanced versions right you could simply uh, uh, harmonize some tunes add a middle part extend a little bit with interludes and uh, uh, recurring melodies like ritornellos or for the postlude you could add a toccata like figuration in the hands and let the feet play the the melody with the 16 foot registration maybe posaunin in the pedals as well uh, with slow 
slow motion in the pedals, uh, slow rhythms. Would that be a nice start, Usha? I think so. Excellent. So please, uh, of course, look at the examples that our every master wrote. That y every piece that you are playing on the organ could be a model for you to improvise. That's right. That's right. And we also try to incorporate uh, improvisations in our practice, and we also try to analyze pieces that we play. So our advice and suggestions are based on what we do exactly too. We hope this will help you to grow as an organist. And please send us more of your questions. You can do that by subscribing to our blog at organduo.lt if you haven't done so already and reply to any of our messages that you will get. That's the easiest way. Thank you so much for listening and applying our tips in your practice. This was Vidas and Osha. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen. <laughs>